Welcome to another episode of A Deeper Perspective. Today we're going to be talking about principle roles versus principles. Um, and they may seem very similar, and uh, sometimes what they what what can happen is that a principle can kind of become a rule because it's too rigid, and you follow it too rigidly. But rules are different from principles in many different respects. Um, you know, there may be a rule that says that you shouldn't bite your brother or something. Um, but there, but there's no principle behind that. And that when, when you're younger, that can work. But then what happens is when you get older, you know, these things do change and you do change and things like this. You don't get any principles. You get rules. Um. And principles are very different, in my opinion, because you're coming from a higher perspective where more more compassion and understanding is involved. Um, and in this way, you can kind of like build uh, principles from rules. doesn't mean that you don't make rules. It doesn't mean that you don't follow rules or, you know, sometimes you have to you know, make rules really quickly for somebody and say, you must do this right now, we got to go for survival reasons or whatever. Um, but generally speaking, you can rely more on principles than rules for multiple reasons. Um, and this is going to be a multi-segmented episode, I think, because there's a bunch to go over. And I want to try and make this uh, easy to understand, which means I have to go beyond my uh, particular story on this on this problem. But uh, so, what's the difference between a rule and a principle? I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to end this segment. I think so. A rule is something that you follow to the letter, letter kind of thing. You know, you know, kind of one example of a rule could be like where you have. These strict rules where it's like you do these 10 things only in these orders and only in these ways. Whatever those are. Strictly following them to the letter. That's a rule. That's a law even. A mind law if you want to call it that. Um, versus principles which is more based on. Um, it could be based on anything but. Based on personal experience, could be based on, you know, the spiral, could be based on psychology, could be based on anything, really. Basically, what a principle entails and relies upon is reasoning and logic. And not necessarily logic in, like, the uh, traditional sense of the word logic in the philosophical sense, but logical, practical thinking. Um... You know, an example of a prison, a, a, a prison principle could be don't murder people, not actually because it's bad, because, but because it backfires on you. You know, you can't come back from it. You can go to prison. It, you know, there are a lot of consequences of murdering, things like this. That's a principle. 
versus a rule that just says don't murder because murder is bad and because because God told us not to murder and things like this. Now you could have that in there as well, like where you say that you know we shouldn't murder because God told us not to murder and because you know of these other reasons. Uh, and that can work as well. You know, as long as it doesn't become a dogma, a hammer. Because what happens is that, and one day I might, um, I'm trying to really, really, really figure out how this happens, but one day I might make an episode about this, but, uh, you know, when things become a dogma, you know, all these compassion things and all this understanding leaves. And then there's this emotionality that happens when the thing happens. You know, this person murdered or did whatever, and it's like, no, this is bad, this is wrong, and all this other stuff. Um, and so you're not showing compassion. You're not, you know, you're not doing the healthy levels of stage blue, for instance, or stage orange, or whatever it is. Um, so principles versus roles. A principle can be explained, a rule must be obeyed, basically. Those are the basic uh, differences. A principle can be understood. A rule can only be followed. Um, the The What's the word I'm looking for here? The principle can be, you know, followed as well, but it's followed with more emotion, more consciousness, more uh, compassion, understanding. While a rule cannot be given these things because it's rigid, it's mechanical, it's a, it's a, it's machine like. And uh, to be honest, we're all machines, anyways. You know, we're not really especially when we follow rules in this way, in this strict way, we're not really uh, conscious. <sighs> you know, there's a book called The Psychology of Man's Possible Evolution. That goes into this. So there's an episode from Actualize as well called... Uh, Understanding awareness, the staggering death of your unawareness revealed, or something like this. Um, something along those lines. And it goes into this as well. About, to be honest, that we are all machines. Until we become more aware, until we become more conscious. And this takes work. It takes a lot of understanding of ourselves to realize what's happening. Um, and that's what principles are all about, really, ultimately, is, is to get you to more consciousness. It takes a while, and sometimes, most of the time, most people don't really go to that deeper level, where it's, it's more like yellow principles and stuff, but it <clears throat> can start to get to that level in orange and green. Even, even though it's still very much in that rural category where it's like, 
know, this must be done in this way and things, this kind of thing. Um, and I think there's, there's room for both. Like, I mean, there are some rules where sometimes you have to do things in this way really quick. Like if you're in a burning building and a fireman tells you to do these things, follow these rules, it'd be a good idea to listen to that person say, and it would not be a good idea to go, no, I'm going to listen to my principles here and I'm going to stay in the fire stuff. <laughs> it's not going to work. The rules can be necessary. But we must not over-rely on the so-called goodness of our rules, so-called righteousness of our rules, the so-called rightness of our rules and the wrongness of other people's rules. Uh, because then we become less conscious, we become, become less understanding, less compassionate, and less principled as a person, and more, and more machine-like. So, principles versus rules. So how do you develop a principle? So that's a long, complicated story. <laughs> that's a long story, because there's, there's many ways of doing it, I think. And uh, I think I'm going to make a separate ep uh, segment about this, and maybe even a separate episode, because um, it's a bit, you know, there's a lot of information to go over there. but. Basically, it revolves around a lot of research, a lot of experimentation, and a lot of, like, looking at your past and going, okay, so this, did this work? Why? You know, what did this do to my emotions? You know, how can I avoid this in the future type of thing? You know, stuff like this. Um, where you're, you're going through trial and error, you know, type of stuff. And it's not necessarily something where, like, if you're in stage blue, it's not necessarily going to be the most uh, efficacious action for you, and you're going to be aware of this. Uh, and so you you take this into account. Like, it's it, it depends on where you are on the spiral. Like, you know, for blue, it may just be changing how you you see these rules, understanding the idea that you can actually cast the first stone here. Kind of thing. Um, rather than going, well, these people are bad, these people are sinful, this kind of thing. Um, actually, really interesting. There was a song that was made by uh, a rapper called Mises, and it was called Gracist. It was a really good song. Kind of goes over this actually because it's really, it's a pretty deep song. Um, and basically what it was, was talking about how, you know, people talk about, t judge others for being so-called sinful and being bad and all such stuff. And he was pointing out in the song how, really, that's being a gracist. Like, you're no different than anybody else. You're doing the same thing by judging and, and all this other stuff that you're complaining about others. Um, but the only difference is that you're blind to it because of your your judgments. Judgments make you blind. Your story makes you blind to truth in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases. You know, the truth is... You know, a lot of people think the truth is the truth, and you can't 
you deny the truth and all such stuff, but you can, and it has happened, and it's happening. And, uh, you know, you can't deny that that's happening. Mm. You know, people think that the truth is something that's obvious. Like, oh, the, here are these facts here. That's obvious, right? And if you deny that, then you're dumb and stuff like this. But the problem is that the facts are... actually not the problem in many cases it's actually the story behind the facts that are the problem um, because facts themselves don't really mean much it only means something because of the story that that the mind paints about the facts you know if you if you are a vaccine person if you're pro-vaccine like maybe most of us are or at least half of the population is or whatever the case is you know, we're going to be pro-vax, and then we're going to look at anti-vaxxers and say these people are dumb and stuff like this. But then anti-vaxxers are going to do the same thing. And so you're going to have... These stories are going to be different. Which is why I'm, I'm very careful not to... Uh, and I've done it before, don't get me wrong, it's, it's easy to do. It's easy to fall into that trap of... Uh, showing you these things from my story or from your story or whatever the case may be where you could do this with somebody else or whatever it is but it's it's very easy to do that um which is why i i look for higher standards in my recordings you know if it's if it's not enough to my standards am i doing this I'm not going to release it. I mean, I did release the episode about capitalism, even though I did do this a bunch, because I thought there were some good points in it, and it was, uh, you know, it was worth some of the problems in it. And it's, it's worth understanding this. But I'm really starting to realize the limits of doing this, because you can only reach so many people doing this, and... You know, most people are doing this anyways. You know, if you look at politics right now, that's what it is. You know, many people think that they're arguing about the facts, but really they're not. They're arguing about their facts based on their story of the facts. And it's not necessarily the personal story of the person. It could be the group story of, you know, Republicans or the group story of Democrats or whatever the hell it is. It's about the story of the facts, a story relating to and uh, that weaves in facts, whatever those facts are. The facts could be, you know, about vaccines or about, you know, the Democrats stealing the election or whatever the hell it is. I'm not saying that those are facts, but it really doesn't matter what the facts are. And the point is that facts can be seen as facts or fiction, depending on your story. Um, and so oftentimes, story, your story leads to non-truth. Or at the very least, non-spiral truth. Where you're, you're, not, you're not supporting the spiral, and you're demonizing the, the spiral. I've been there, I know how that works. Um, it's about understanding how limiting your story is as well, um, which I might make an episode about in the future. 
because a lot of people like to look at things from their story and then they make a podcast or that they make a video about it from their story. And that can be helpful. Like if you do that, it can be work helpful and can work, but it can also blind you to actual facts and it could be something that triggers others and things like this. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, triggering others is going to happen anyways, probably anyway. So you, you can't really avoid it, but you can kind of uh, minimize some of it if you're careful. If you're careful and you don't, uh, you know, include too much of your story into it. But anyways, I think I'm going to just end this one here. Because, I mean, it's, it's pretty much... Uh, well, I will. I think I'm. I think I'm going to make a separate segment on this. Like, how do you make principles? Do you make a principle, and how do you do this and stuff like this? But uh, either I'm going to make it as a se separate segment or as a separate episode. I'm not sure yet because there's a lot of nuance there, so it would take a while to explain. So, anyways. To deeper perspective, and I'll see you on the next, either the next episode or the next segment, depending on what I do next. So, principles. <sighs> Building principles requires certain things, as we talked about earlier. Open thinking, compassion, understanding, and not just knowledge um you know when i'm talking about understanding i'm talking about something that's more broad based it's it's more about like how how knowledge uh interacts with each other in a sense like you may have knowledge about sports but you may not understand how sports work. You know, why certain things must be done in sports kind of thing. You know, like physic, like uh, related to neurology and physiology and biology and things like this. And so that creates understanding. Now, it doesn't have to be super complex. I mean, the more complex, honestly, in, in some ways, the better. But it doesn't have to be the most complex, but it has to be more holistic because usually when you know most people they think smarts they think knowledge but actually the more knowledge you have sometimes the less understanding that you have honestly um not necessarily that's not necessarily a given rule but oftentimes you know i find that to be true where you find yourself with a bunch of knowledge, but you don't really know how to connect it all together. You know, I was in that place for a while where I was like, just looking at knowledge and going, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is, this is a lot of knowledge. I'm curious for more knowledge, but you don't, you know, if you have too much knowledge and you're, you, if you're overwhelmed with it, you can't really put it all together properly. So principles require understanding of a situation of, of why the principle is necessary type of thing.
Um, so knowledge can be useful, actually. Hold on, let me let me uh, do this right quick. And so I'm not saying that knowledge itself is useless. Um, I think it's it's more about understanding that it can't just be knowledge alone. It must be done with with understanding. It must be compatible with understanding. Sometimes that means that you have to wait a while before really coming to conclusions about things. It's hard for people to do that. It's really interesting. Because a mind gets like impulsive and then something happens is like now I want this now and I want this to be true now and it's like if you really want to understand something you have to wait um, sometimes that means waiting for months before coming to conclusions and sometimes that means that even when you come to those conclusions you have to change those conclusions um When you find new information, you know, but that's confusing for people and that's difficult because there's a lot of emotional labor that goes into that, but there's a lot of uh, contradictory information sometimes and you have to sit, sit through what is true from the bullshit in a lot of cases. So the knowledge is overwhelming your ability to uh, create wisdom within yourself. Uh. And um, I'd like to say that, you know, <clears throat> it's easy, but it's really not. It's something that you have to develop for years. It took me years, six, ten years to get to where I am right now. You know, 10 years ago, if I would have made a podcast, it would have been different. Totally different. Probably wouldn't even be the same. It wouldn't even be me at all. Um, versus now, where I'm a totally different person. 10 years later, because I... You know, it partially started with a little bit of opening. And that's how it starts. It starts with a little bit of opening, and then you go, oh, this is why. And so you... The more knowledge that you gather, you realize how many... The more... That you, that are, that are, there are actually more gaps in your knowledge. Um, and, and those gaps create a um, less than whole understanding of reality. So, depending on where you are on the spiral and depending on where you are on your op level of openness and things like this... Um, will dictate how well you do with this process of understanding things. But the, the more that you're able to open yourself and use open thinking, the less dogmatic your rules are. I mean... A lot of people are dogmatic about their rules and their understandings because they think that their understandings are the correct understandings because they're not understandings themselves, they're knowledge, they're rules. They're not based in understandings like I'm, what I'm talking about here. Uh, I mean, I don't know very many, many people who even do what I do. 
comes to this, where they go and look at something for months before they come to conclusions, and even then change their mind based on different information. You know, it's hard to do that because there's a lot of contradictory information, especially nowadays, you know, because you can look at so much stuff online that it creates contradictions and it creates an overwhelm if you're not careful and if you try and do it really quickly. And so instead what they do is they say, you must obey these rules, you must you know, agree with these laws or you're dumb or you're evil or you're corrupt or you're capitalist or whatever. It's like, you know, things are not as simple as your limited worldview suggests things to be. Now, I'm not saying that you're, you're evil. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that you're dumb or bad or whatever. I'm saying that this is what happens when ignorance happens. Ignorance is a, is a part of what happens when you don't choose principles over rules. It's almost an automatic response of, of ignorance itself. Because you, your rules... And I want to talk about this eventually in the future because it doesn't just relate to rules, though. But your rules and and things like this don't come necessarily from you and aren't necessarily anything on their own. The reason why they are something is because of the story that's been told about them by you and by your family. And, and so that gets interwoven into your life and that which creates suffering and all these other things and that's not true for, that's just not that's not just true for rules but it's true for other kinds of things and it's really important to become aware of of this problem it's hard to do at first and so you have to kind of like get to the healthier levels of whatever level spiral dynamics you're on and that's you know where you kind of go more into orange you know when you're in blue you have to go a little bit into orange and, you know, when you're orange, you have to go a little into green without going into the unhealthy levels of green um, because that can cause some problems because there's a lot of unhealthy levels of green and that orange-blue people point out, but then they miss the healthy levels of green uh, because they're stuck in orange-blue-orange um, and they're stuck in um, closed or arrested thinking, which, uh, you know, closed thinking, which is mostly kind of dogmatic and stuff like this. Um... So, how do you how do you know what is the correct way, the correct path, and the correct you know, solution? And the problem is that you don't. But people think that they do. They think they know everything. I mean, they might not say that. And if I ask them that, they're going to be like, no, I don't, of course I don't know everything. But then they have this air of, I know everything in the way that they perceive things and the way that they look at things. And if you believe that you know uh, everything, if only unconsciously and with your words and your actions and your speech and stuff, you're not going to dare look at things with this kind of openness that I'm talking about. It's exactly the problem that we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who think they know everything in this way, but don't realize that they're, they're, that, that's actually what they're, they're thinking is. And that's the problem. And... So as a result, it creates more ignorance. It creates more uh, unhealthy levels of blue, unhealthy levels of orange, unhealthy levels of green, unhealthy levels of red, purple, whatever it is. Um, and so when you're doing this, and you may not think that you think that you know everything, right? 
Because there are things you go, okay, well, I don't know about this and this and this. And it's like, okay, fine. But most things that are fundamental, you think you know. You think you know everything about the fundamental things when it comes to these things. And most people, many people think this. If not thinking that out loud and consciously, it's, it's like an un- unconscious, implicit assumptions. And the reason why I say this is because, like, why are you dogmatically criticizing somebody? Because you know everything. You know everything about what's, what's really going on with this person. If you actually don't know everything, why would your mind be doing this? So there's like an implicit assumption that says that you know more than this person. You know better than this person does about their own life, their own situation. Um, and there's, that's not really true. But that's the problem that we're dealing with is we're dealing with a, uh, with a society that has this attitude towards others and to, towards itself. It thinks it knows better. All societies do this, to be honest. So it's not a really like a, you know, it's not something that I blame people for because I understand the the, uh, the impulse to do this. But if you really want to, you know, like talking from a stage blue perspective, if you want, if you really want to, you know, live like Jesus, you have to kind of like go beyond your judgments of people. Go beyond your judgments and your, your ignorance and thinking that you know better about others. And more than, more than that, actually, not even necessarily about that, but about the idea of who can actually cast the first stone here. Who is it actually? Are you actually unsinful like these people? Are they sinful? Are they more sinful than you? Are you the same as them? Because the truth is that everybody has sins in this way. Everybody has their own imperfections. And so... And judging them for their imperfections isn't going to work. Um, now, kind of going from a bit of a state orange slash green perspective. Perspective. So, the way that I've always thought about this, and it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying, not saying that it's easy, but when when dealing with others, think about what would happen if somebody were to do the things that you do to others, to you. What if they did? What if some stranger came up to you and did the things that you did to? them online or whatever like where you're like you're dumb and you're stupid and this is why and this and you wouldn't you wouldn't respond by going oh no i was wrong because really what we're we're trying to do is we're trying to convince people to agree with us to understand us we're trying to be heard and so when we criticize when we judge people they are going to react most people are going to react against that with a, a kind of stage red like you're wrong, you're dumb, kind of thing. And so this thing, it's one of the reasons why this this uh, thing keeps repeating itself. Where you have, like, trolls online who are like, you're dumb, you're wrong, you're stupid, whatever it is. And then they, they, they attack political positions and things like this. And so the other side does the exact same thing. Most sort of, like, red slash purple slash blue slash whatever you're in, orange or green position, where... Now, one side is attacking another side and attacking another side, you know. And so nothing really gets done and nothing really changes. And no morals are really helped by doing this. Because one of the things I've really noticed in my own life and, and listening to actualize.org is that the problem isn't everybody else. I'm sure there are problems that other people have and that 
people are imperfect, but the problem, the, really the problem is us, you, me. So when we focus on others, we ignore ourselves. We ignore our own imperfections. We, are, we ignore our own sins. We ignore our own unreasonability. Um, we ignore our own um, lack of compassion, our own lack of uh, love for these people. You know, coming from more of a stage green perspective. And so as a result, we forget to look just as much at ourselves. And this doesn't mean that necessarily you blame yourself. You say, oh no, poor me, I, I'm a victim. Um, it's more about like understanding. Like nobody else, you know, everybody else sucks too. We're all in this together. We're all sins. We're all sinful together. We're all imperfect together. To, not to judge others for this. Understanding, it's more about understanding it and using compassion and wisdom to deal with this problem without criticism and judgment. Um, you know, who can actually cast the first stone here? It's the first question, you know, that I'd really ask yourself before criticizing somebody. Can I cast the first stone here? Am I unsinful myself? Am I, unperf imper am I perfect myself? You know, things like this. Because otherwise, we find ourselves ignorant of our own imperfections, our own flaws, our own biases in these situations. Our own uh, inability to be compassionate towards all. You know, that's more of a st stage green perspective. So I'm trying to reach all of the stages. You, you can't really do it in red slash purple because red is more like in that domineering phase anyways, and so it's harder to do. But... With blue, orange, green, you can semi-do it. You know, it's, there's no guaranteeing, of course, but it can be kind of semi-done if you're uh, if you're you know willing to do it, and if blue, orange, and green are willing to understand to do it themselves. And that's the problem is that you know they're not necessarily willing to do it because they they think they know everything implicitly, unconsciously, um, and so as a result, it creates ignorance, it creates sin, it creates imperfection, it creates all these flaws. These biases that we uh, that I talk about on this show, on this podcast, and so, um, this is why I advocate for principles over rules slash strict morals and stuff like this. Now, not saying that, like I said before, not saying that rules, strict moral guidelines, and things like this can't be important and useful. I think they are, especially when dealing with younger children. You know. You can't really deal with stage red from stage green, as, 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 as I've explained before. But you can deal with stage red from like a red-blue perspective, showing them a little bit of a higher perspective. Uh, and then from there, you're going to go more blue-orange when they're blue, and then more orange-green. And, the, and when they become teens again, they can kind of go back into that red-purple-blue thing. Um... And that's something to become aware of as well, because that'll, that'll happen as well. Um, so, anyway, I'm going to end this episode here. It's a bit provocative. I'm, I'm, I, I tried not to do that with this one, but it kind of happens. It's a problem with, uh, you know, thinking that you know everything. I've understood that I don't really know everything. Um, and so... We have to become aware of ourselves in these ways, but that's hard to do, and that and that goes against the grain in in many ways because 
the uh, ideologies that we believe in, the dogmas that we believe in, are geared outward, almost purposefully. Like, it's really freaky. And uh, I'll, I'll finish on this last note. And it's really freaky because when dealing with your biases, it's not about necessarily the assumptions that you have. I mean, it is about that as well. But it's not just about the assumptions. It's more about how the ideologies that you subscribe to. And it is almost like a subscription where you're letting the ideology live rent-free in your head. It's not even rent-free because there's a lot of suffering and stuff that comes with it. But letting it live rent-free in your head. And it um, creates ignorance because it, it's pointed outward rather than inward and when you look inward you have to almost start to realize that the ideologies is part of the problem and so you start to discarding parts of the ideology discarding parts of these things in yourself and that's difficult and that goes against the grain of typical society these days um and so that's and uh that's why i advocate for principles over rules and ideologies so anyways speech on I think I'm going to just end this episode here. Um, hope you like this episode. It's a bit of a provocative episode, but it is a warning to be aware of. So this is a deeper perspective, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.